Hey, thanks, Angelo. Uh, second year as an NFL head coach, Nick, and you're going to the Super Bowl. Describe what that feels like. Yeah, obviously this is a, a dream for, and I said to our guys, it's a dream for all of us. And, you know, it may be a dream for all of us at a different points, like some of us who thought we might be basketball players or basketball coach or whatever it was, right? And so all of us, it's a dream come true for all of us. Um, you know, whether you started dreaming about it when you were two, four, middle school, high school, when you got to college or professional level, this is a dream for every one of us. And uh, yeah, I'm look, really looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to going out there and, and uh, bringing that trophy back to uh, Philadelphia. Nick, you grew up in a football family. What's the reaction to your father and your brothers? Yeah, that was, that was pretty, you know, I'm up on the stage and I was kind of looking for my family and, um, you know, when we were, we were getting that, when we were getting the, um, NFC championship trophy and just kind of locking eyes with those guys, uh, that was special. That, that, those are the moments that choke you up and then giving them a hug afterwards and then taking the picture with, you know, obviously my entire family, but then also with just my brothers and my dad, you know, I can't tell you how many pictures I have of myself, um, and my brothers, uh, with my dad, right. Of, of, you know, after, national championship games or after a big basketball game it's somehow it's always around a uh a, a sporting event you know I, I don't i don't know how many christmas pictures we have or easter pictures we have but i know we have a bunch of, of pictures of just us for after sporting events so to do that with that trophy that was a special moment that we'll that we'll remember and uh hopefully we'll do that again here in a couple weeks All right, i've been here to see a lot of coaches and managers nick and I have never seen any who seem to take on the personality of our city the way you have. So I'm dying to know, have you become more like Philadelphians in the two years here? Or were you always that way? Is this who you are? Uh, I think the best thing that anyone's ever said to me is no man suddenly becomes different than his cherished thoughts and habits. And so uh, I love this city. Uh, and, you know, and, and maybe the reason I love the city is because I've always, I've always – been like this city and i just didn't know it uh, until i got here because i think that's just always been who i who i am um and so uh it's i love the city and i love the uh fans and the people in this city and the and the hard-working part of this city it's you know so i think that's just always who i who i've been but you know when you integrate yourself in into a city like this you come a little bit more like it too so i'm gonna i'll say both and well that's a good answer and you really are bonding with the people here that often happens when you go to the Super Bowl your second year. Yeah, they may have something to do with it. <laughs> uh, Nick, I, uh, the catch, a couple of plays happened in that game were fascinating. Devontae catches the ball, or so it appears, but he signals to get back to line. Can you take us into the process you have coached these guys to do when it's kind of on the line, you're not sure that that's a catch? You know, that that's something that you practice all the time, right? You, you practice – um, that's that's a weekly thing that we practice, and if it happens in the NFL, you know, I think it happened uh, in the Giants-Vikings game a couple weeks ago. The Giants did something uh, similar. You, you show it to your team, and you show them, hey, this is this is what we practice, and there's how why it's important, and there's how it comes up. And so, you know, and and so we do that a lot. Um, we talk about situational football a lot, and that and and some people think that situational football is just third down, red zone, two minute backed up stuff like that. 
but it's all the situations that come up in the game. And that's a situation that, that comes up in the game that you practice that you're ready for. And so, you know, when, when the, when it go when, when it's executed exactly how you, you think it, 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 it plays itself out or how you talk about it, it's because you got smart players and Devontae's a smart player and he got up to the line of scrimmage and, and uh, you know, I tend to think, you know, you do this too when, even when you caught it, you do it anytime you feel like it's close. And so, you know, where a team can't just throw a challenge flag out of nowhere because we've done this about three or four times this year that were probably catches anyway. Um, and so you, you do that just because, I mean, really, when we watch the TV copy of, of our game um, on Sunday, they got one look at it, you know, they, they got one look at it. And then next thing you know, we're back up on the ball and, and running a play. So great job by our players to just to get up there and, and get it and get it done. Started by Devonte and then Jalen and Jason have to have to orchestrate to get everybody set up to run the play. Um, and our guys did, did a great job that, you know, at the end of the day was the difference between a turnover and a touchdown. I mean, oh, those huge. are huge. Those are huge, huge plays. Um, and we know in close games, um, which NFL is and playoffs are, you know, every point counts, every, every, every detail matters. And, um, we're just obsessed with the details and our players are obsessed with the details and we got smart guys. It was tremendous. And then the next series, Nick, you're on the other end of it because Purdy, it looks like when he throws it, it's an incomplete pass, but you get information very quickly and challenge it and it becomes a fumble. Um, are your guys seeing something before the people are watching it on TV? How did you know that was challengeable? You know, obviously, I'm getting great information from the from the press box, from the upstairs in the in the box, and, and they're telling me, "Hey, hold hold a second. And, and you know, San Francisco wasn't going fast, and, and and you wouldn't go fast in the sense of that because it was an incomplete pass, and and so we had a second to to really evaluate it, you know. I think I told everybody on the headset to shut up until, except for the one person upstairs I was talking to, because everyone had an opinion at that point, which I'm sure everybody on TV, everybody had an opinion there, but I wanted to make sure we had a little bit of time. So I got the good information from upstairs. I think our people in the, that run our video boards did a good job um, because I was not only able to get information. You know, sometimes you get that information blindly, right? Because you don't get a chance to see it. But in this case, our guys in the stadium that, that show the replay, right, were showing it up on the board, and I got a chance to see it myself. So, you know, it was just a great team effort. Um, you know, hey, it's on, it's, on, it's on the TV right now, that, that exact play. What a play by Hassan, wasn't it? Oh, and he, he's been amazing, though. He's been amazing. Do you think? Do you think, do you think uh, Linvell scores on that one? You see him pick up that ball and start he chugging around at 320 pounds? But it's good, Nick, that he pounced on it. That you like. Hey. Let me make sure we have the ball if we win the challenge, right? Another thing. Another thing we talk a lot about, and, and it happens because you got players that are that are highly detailed, and that's what Linville did there. Yeah, absolutely. Reddick, um, he's been amazing this season. Uh, were you surprised the Niners try to block him with a tight end, Nick? Um, you know. Hey, everybody's got different different thoughts there on on how they on how they protect the the quarterback and and sometimes on play action it, it slows down the rush. In this particular case, it didn't. Um, you know, and you never know that was the back could the back have got called in protection um, from somewhere else? Was he supposed to be helping the tight end and then couldn't because something else happened or it took him off of it? So 
you know, usually with that, that's, there's, there's more to it than that. And, and you just don't know. And so I'm not going to comment on that, but, uh, it was a heck of a rush by, by Hassan. And, uh, it was a good matchup for us. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Nick, Kenny Gaywell, uh, we didn't, wow. I mean, he's getting off the ball so fast. Could you talk about how he evolved in the two years you coached him? You know, he's always had this knack of making plays. And has he always had gotten all the opportunities? No, because he's been our third down back and, and you know, a second, second or third guy at times. And so he doesn't, he, you know, but he always has taken advantage of his opportunities. I think he's just showing, you know, what we've seen all along. He's just shining in big moments. And that doesn't surprise us at all because, you know, I mean, I know he had a bunch of touchdowns last year. He's got a great feel for the game. You know, and, and he was the guy that Howie and I had spent a lot of time talking about. Howie, I remember Howie watching him and then texting me. He's like, you got to watch this Memphis back. And I remember I remember putting him on, and we just talked. Howie and I were talking back and forth because I know it was late one night in the off season, and I, we were just watching him at our houses while we were, I don't know, probably watching something on – I was probably watching something on TV with my wife as I was watching uh, Kenny Gainwell. And, uh, and, and we just kept going back and forth like, man, this guy is really – Really special, great balance, great feel, great vision, um, really can catch the ball. And so that's kind of how that materialized. And then, you know, he, he had some – you always try to, hey, who is this like in, in some of our old offenses? And I think, you know, we, we did a lot like, – I didn't think he was completely like Naheem Hines because I thought he was a different type of runner than Naheem. And I really thought at the end of the day he was a little bit like uh, Danny Woodhead uh, when we had him with the Chargers who was really productive with us. And he's just showing that – more and more, and Kenny's just been a really good, uh, really good player, and it just shows you the, the, um, the, um, the teamwork that happens between, you know, the coaching staff and the front office. Um, you know, when you're talking about players, because there's got to be a vision. You know, the the, the front office has got to show us the, the guys that have talent, and then there's got to be a vision on the coaching staff of how it fits. I just think that that shows the the good teamwork uh, by us and. And then, obviously, uh, Kenny's playing at a very high level now, and this is when we need him to. Absolutely. Last thing, Nick. I got more out of you in 10 minutes than I got out of Reed, Andy Reed, in 14 years. All right? Just in this one interview. You're saying I talk too much? No. I'm saying you <laughs> share better than he did. I looked this up, Nick. You were like 17, maybe 18, when Reed was hired here. And now, 24 years later, you face him in the Super Bowl. What are your feelings about that? You know, really, really, I, I, it's it's never about the it's never about me, and it's never about the the coach that we're playing against. Am I honored to be? Because it, it's all about our players and, and playing in this big this big game and 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 earning the right to play in the Super Bowl, which is pretty awesome. Um, am I honored to be coaching against a coach like like Coach Reed? Of course. Uh, you know he's 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 one of the best coaches in the NFL and he's one of the best coaches in NFL history, and um, I'm honored to be you know coaching against him on in a couple Sundays from now. Um, but it, you know there's I'm really looking forward to you know you know getting there and and, and putting in the work this these next couple of weeks to get ready uh, for this game of leaving no stone unturned and getting and uh, getting ready for this game just like we've gotten ready for the last. Shoot, I don't even know how many games have we played at this point. Nineteen games, right? We're on yeah. game twenty. Yep. Um, and so, just really looking forward to the challenge ahead, and 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 working. You know, it's the last two weeks we get to work with this team and this staff, right? Everything change. There's things that change, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy because I love this team and these guys so much. 
I'm going to enjoy every second of the next two weeks and work our butts off um, so we're ready uh, mentally, physically for this for this next game um, in Arizona. We don't have to tell you, Nick. We are rooting real hard for you and the Eagles. Thank you, Nick. Hey, thanks, Angela. Take care. Nick Sirianni. And Nick was on the Chiefs staff when Reed came in and he let him go, but mm-hmm. it, he didn't really know. It was-